This is the primal scream of a dying regime. Pray for our enemies, because we're going medieval on these people. You're just not got a free shot on all these networks lying about the people. The people have had a belly full of it. I know you don't like hearing that. I know you try to do everything in the world to stop that, but you're not going to stop it. It's going to happen. And where do people like that go to share the big lie? MAGA media. I wish in my soul, I wish that any of these people had a conscience. Ask yourself, what is my task and what is my purpose? If that answer is to save my country, this country will be saved. War Room. Here's your host, Stephen K. Bannon. Okay, it's Thursday, 29 June, Year of Our Lord, 2023. Welcome uh, for the next couple of hours. You're here riding shotgun with us. Or actually, we're riding shotgun with you. I think that's a better way to put it. Um, in the next hour, at the top, I'm going to have Mike Davis. Mike Davis is going to break down the uh, affirmative action historic decision today. Also talk about some very disturbing situations with uh, the Justice Department, FBI, out of control, rolling up, um, rolling up a Catholic priest. And, uh, and going after the Catholic Church and Christians uh, nonstop while protecting uh, trans radicals and others. Disturbing case out of Washington State. Uh, we'll get to all that. And also about all this activity with uh, with Comer and everybody. Where are these investigations? What's it? Why is everybody just running around now with their hair on fire? Uh, when we told them six months ago to subpoena people. But hey, Mike Davis is, is going to be here to explain it all to us. Got Seb Gorka with us, Congressman Burchett. want to start, though. With the practical, um, you know, we had the EnviroCleanse guys on this morning because of Chicago, Dave. Uh, I guess forest fires is now, you know, we had uh, New York looking like Mars. In Washington, D.C., you couldn't even stay inside because it smelled like smoke a couple weeks ago. Now, Chicago, Detroit, the upper Midwest, same situation. How's it going in Texas? Uh, the burning hot. I saw a, a young guy from uh, – a young boy from Florida, 14, with his dad. Both of them died down there in a, um, a Big Bend National Park, uh, going up one of those trails with no, um, you know, no shade, uh, no rock outcrops, uh, no water. And both those guys from Florida, so they must be pretty tough hombres, uh, passed away from, I guess, overcome by the heat. What's going on in Texas? How's the grid holding up? Well, it's still it's still very hot. Um, the grid is very very close to running out of electricity. Uh, we got final data in from uh, the 23rd last year. The all time peak for June was reached last year, 76,600 megawatts. This this Tuesday, capacity or utilization reached 80,600 megawatts. That's the most ever in Texas for for the month of June. Any day in the month of June in electrical capacity used. But here, remember, from 18 months ago, 20 months ago, we've got 4.6 million more people living in Texas, 4 million immigrants who've just come across the border, and another 600,000 who have come from California, Oregon, Washington, Illinois, Minnesota, and the like, in legitimate uh, transit from within the U.S. So we're, we're ballpark is 4.6, 4.7 million more people living there than two years ago. So this utilization of electricity pretty much tracks, the, yes, the heat, but the enhanced population by nearly uh, 16%, 17% is at, at the core of bumping up against what are inadequate reserve margins because their system is based on 32% variable energy. And that's mainly wind. Solar has increased. It's doubled from last year. 
but that takes them now to 32% of their total energy delivery is variable, meaning the wind is non-operable 64% of the time, solar is non-operable 73% of the time. So that's that's the core issue, too much variable resource, not enough baseload energy in the system. So they're very close to running out daily in the last four days. Today, again, a lot of uh, warnings uh, asking for voluntary reduction of use, but no no emergency decrees yet. But we shouldn't be here. And truth be told, we shouldn't so, be here. Well, the, the Guardian's saying that, you know, opposite of Dave Walsh, that what is bailed out to folks in um, in Texas is solar. What say you? Well, the, the nominal addition that it's there is not by itself a bad thing, but the trouble with it, it only operates about, in Texas, about 26% of the time, about 6.4 hours a day on average in Texas, solar is a validated source of energy to create electricity. And then the other 17 and a half hours a day, it does nothing for you. So no, it's, it, and by the way, the, the amount of solar has doubled from last year. But what's that mean? I mean, we're still we're still right at the we're at the 0.8 percent from being out of electricity at the present level. We we are at the bitter end of the electricity supply being totally used as of Tuesday, 80,600 megawatts out of 81,100. So the doubling of solar hasn't it hasn't been meaningful. It's not meaningful because it only operates about 27 percent of the time. And and when we get to winter, which again is the next peak. Solar in the morning from 5 to uh, 10 in the morning, 9 in the morning, provides nothing, provides nothing then. And by the way, in the peak now, after 5.30 p.m., it provides nothing. It has no energy value after 5.30 p.m. And in, in Dallas, the last few nights, up until midnight, it's been 94, 95, 1 in the morning, about 90, 89. I mean, you need a lot of electricity way, way after the solar becomes zero value, which is about 5.30 p.m., Two thirds of the peak occurs after that, so no, it's it's what, got little to do what, what with saving yeah. in Texas. What, what 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 lessons are reasonable people are going to take away from this? Because Texas is is bringing jobs now down that are high tech. It's becoming a major industrial power, not just the agriculture, not just uh, you know energy resources, not uh, it's, uh, entertainment, uh, everything like that. Travel, tourism. It's becoming a major industrial power in this country. What's the logic? What what lesson are, are rational people going to take here? Well, let's say rational people with industrial factories, factories, server centers, heavy electricity utilization capacity, whether it's steel, steel making, aluminum smoke, cars, car assembly, whatever, who bring an operation to Texas are like in the third world. And we get accustomed to seeing this in my long career supplying power generation systems in the third world. Um, users will need to bring their own. They'll need to bring generation facilities on site to their factory or their huge warehouse to assure that they have continuous duty power. Because if you're running CNC, programmable machine tools, sensitive electrical systems, computers, server centers, you can't afford a five-second outage. You've got to have a continuous supply of electricity. So you're going to see more industrials who locate there have to think through investing in their own generation facility for their for their site because in the third world – that's what you do. Given the, given the state of affairs there with short power, that's, that's going to become a reality. And we can talk about Florida. Florida is completely heading in the same direction with a plan to build 1,200 square miles of solar that operates 5.4 hours a day 
reducing its its on-demand energy from 88% now to 48% by 2045, which the Public Service Commission is supporting every step of the way. Okay. Florida Power and Light's plan to do this. We're going to see the same thing here in spades. These are Republican policies understand. being enacted in a lot of states. I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. I, they, they are. Okay. I, I, no, no, you got to call them out. We're going to go to that right now. Texas, a Republican state. South Carolina, Florida. I can understand what's happening. I don't agree with it, but up in New England power. Walk right. me through Florida and South Carolina. Well, I, I just did I did a pretty extensive survey of about 14 IRPs, integrated resource plans for the major utilities in states that cover 35% of the U.S. population. What I came up with in a 15-year plan, these plans run from 10 to 20 years, the average being 15, the average utility is reducing its on-demand power over a 15-year period by 31% on a planned basis, including Dominion in Virginia, uh, South Carolina, the uh, uh, system there, Florida, Florida Power and Light, Pacific Corp, APS, Nevada Energy down 29%, Georgia Power down 13%, New Jersey down 62% on a planned basis in what is known as dispatchable power over their planning period. The next 10 to 20 year period, reducing dispatchable energy by that that high percentage averaging across the country, 31% reduction in dispatchable energy because of the egregious addition of solar, wind, and battery storage, which all operate very part-time, displacing base load, continuous duty coal plants, displacing nuclear plants, and, and no further meaningful investment in large combined cycle gas plants. Um, so you're, you're seeing across the country a trend to move in this direction. So we've got MISO, the uh, PGM system, along with KISO and NERCOT, all talking about aggressively the heads of FERC in those regions, those electricity regions, talking about increasing brownouts and shortages. This has been, they've been very openly discussing it in most of these regions because of this phenomenon so, of yeah. shutting down coal plants and nuclear yeah. plants. For this stuff. These are these are these are these are Republican um, legislatures, Republican governors, yeah. and Nikki Haley and uh, and DeSantis ought to be out there, and Tim Scott talking about what their energy plans are. Because here's why: let me. People are saying, "Well, how can that possibly happen? How can Republicans?" Correct me if I'm wrong here, brother. But to continue on the full spectrum energy dominance and build up the Canadian base doesn't require the massive capital expenditure as doing it all different with solar and wind. And there's a way oh. for the establishment to make tons of money, correct? That's it, the scam it, it, here. It, 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 it's it all about them making money. Yes. Yeah. The, I mean, the cost of this transition grossly, this so-called transition to reduced energy value resources costs five to 10 times simply maintaining the system, making it better, applying modernizations and improvements. Thank you. Thank We're talking you. here in Florida. I'll give you the pristine example. Florida Power and Light's announced plan, Nextera is the holding company that owns them, involves spending $420 billion of CapEx between now and 2045 on this stuff, displacing that which they have. Their annual capital plan on generation right now is about a million six, million, billion six, billion seven a year in a normal <laughs> year. It's going to go to $16 billion a year based on their plan, installing – 1,200 square uh, miles of solar, installing 50,000 megawatts. The, the half a trillion, $420 billion, roughly, let's round up, yeah. a half a trillion dollars 
I take it the ratepayers are going to pay that. The the the, the, they, the good citizens of Florida are going to be they, bearing that burden. They already are. Florida Power and Light enacted twenty three percent worth of cumulative increases in the base rate. Not about natural gas cost, which is just a one for one adder. In the base rate in the last twenty four months to begin paying for do beginning to do this okay. already. They've already the climate, built seven thousand okay. megawatts of solar yeah. in the rates already. The whole thing's a scam. You understand this. I just want to make sure the oh. audience is savvy on this. This is all They're, about this is all about the investment bankers. The financiers are going to make a ton of money. The consultants are going to redo these plants where, as Dave has told you, not as efficient or effective, not there with baseload. Well, if you had the plants to upgrade them, to, to make them modern, to do the capex, to do the maintenance, you've got a cost, but you can plan that cost out. Here we're going to redo the whole thing. Because of the because of the climate, it's because they make money off of it. it that is yes, why it's it, happening, brother uh, brother Walsh. Yeah, I, I mean, in, in the state of Florida, on on capital spending, Florida Power and Light, Duke Energy, and Tico get a guaranteed ten point eight percent annual return on capital spending, and on capital spending, they get that money back sooner than on opex. So they get a guaranteed ten point eight percent return on it. That's why they're doing this. Because, yeah, they can hide under the environmental thing and the green thing. The reality is this yeah. makes them a freaking fortune. It makes – Santee Cooper in Big time. South Carolina run by the hey, state house. That's a state-owned utility. Is doing the same thing. Hey, hang on. Make, make, by the way, the, 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 the deplorables end up paying for it. Once again, yes. it's on your shoulders. You're the rate payer. The you're going to get stuck with the bill. You're going to get stuck – and the rates. Okay, uh, Dave, we've got to bounce – Thank you for all your analysis about but, uh, one quick thing for your left. Has the DeSantis team gotten back to you with their uh, energy plan yet? No, I've, I've got specific questions into Cuccinelli, into the no name SC, initials SC, Cortez, <laughs> several emails in which he acknowledges, by the way, I don't know the answer. Now, think about that. He's supporting a candidate. He has no clue what his energy policy is because he hasn't articulated one. And Steve admits that. There you go. Full, full, full spectrum energy full dominance. Where do people where do people get to you, Walsh? That's that's President Trump's plan. We don't know what the hell DeSantis is. We don't know. We're asking a lot of questions about it. At, at Dave Walsh Energy on Getter and True Social. Thanks, Steve. Thank you, Dave. Appreciate it, brother. Okay. Short break. Greta Thunberg's in Ukraine. Mike Pence, Judas Pence in Ukraine, trying to revive his dead candidacy. The, uh, the we're trying to find out where the uh, where the mutineers, the people that mutinied, where they are. Are they in the Belarus? Are they in the Ukraine border? Doctor Seb Gorka next in the war room. Well, Congress once again allowed itself to be pushed into appeasing the administration and raising the debt ceiling for the 79th time, paving the way for continued reckless spending and further devaluation of the U.S. dollar. As our national debt continues to skyrocket, how are you protecting your savings? Times like these are a great reminder to diversify a portion of your savings into gold. And you can do that with the help of Birch Gold. Here's the easiest way to do it. Birch Gold will help you convert an existing IRA or 401k into an IRA in gold, and you don't pay a penny out of pocket. As BRICS, Brazil, Russia, India, China, and South Africa band together against the dollar, 
more and more central banks are diversifying. You know what they're buying. Gold. Follow their lead. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold. There's no obligation, just information. With an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of happy customers, Birch Gold can help protect your savings, too. Text Bannon, B-A-N-N-O-N, to 989898. Do it today. Follow the central banks of the BRICS. Take action, 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 and take that action today. Republican standard bearer. And if you look at the line, I mean, Tim Hafey, who was a lead investigator for the congressional investigation, was also an investigator, lead investigator in Charlottesville. I mean, there's a through line between the people that were animated and excited by that and the people that showed up on January 6th. And I know you view the communications around the economy and the, the speech yesterday as, as vital, making sure that all Americans know what you've done to improve the economy. But it sounds like you're going to spend equal attention communicating about the threats to democracy. Yes, and equal, equal attention on, on foreign policy. Look. Can you uh, tell us what you knew ahead of time would happen in Russia? I can't tell you that ahead of time. We knew things ahead of time. Did you worry that Trump might have tipped him off if he'd still been president? Oh, God, I don't know. I, I, I don't think about that very often. <laughs> but, but, but look, I'll, I'll kick, kick in his side. From the very beginning, I made it a... And what, what, you've been around presidents, working with them. I think every president is always amazed by that Madeleine Albright was probably right, that America is the lead in the world. Mm -hmm. Without America, there's a... And so, from the very beginning, okay, the first stop. meeting I can't, of the G7... I can't, I can't take, take any more. When are we going to start impeaching this dude for selling our country? I can't sit there with Nicole Wallace. Remember, Nicole Wallace, just so everybody understands, was running around the White House looking for a job when, uh, when Trump was there, trying to, trying to get work. Um, the whole thing. Biden's got to go. You got it. We got to start the impeachment thing on here. Uh, Seb, uh, your your thoughts and observations about this, sir. I'm glad you cut it off where you did, because that was like that was just too painful. Um, I love it. Yesterday, when, when I saw I was doing my radio show and this massive news alert, Chiron blasts on the screen from Fox News. This this was the Chiron from Fox News. President Biden slept with the CPAP last night. That was the breaking news Chiron from Fox. Well, well, hang on. Hang on. I don't know if I'm buying it. In fact, in fact, only Candace Ortiz over media. I did the skit this morning, the homage to Diane Ackward about, you know, Dr. Joe Biden putting him in a tight Lassie costume and making make him eat out of a monogram dog dish, which is a classic Dan Aykroyd. And, of course, the young charges of Dan Abrams over it. And I love Mediate, right? Although they're lefties. They do a great job. She's like, light me up. Bannon's is very specific. <laughs> well, look, we'll, we'll know when he turns up at the podium and he's got to have a dog collar on. And I don't mean a Catholic one. Then, then we'll know that what Biden's doing at home with Jill. OK, um, look, to your, your serious point, I just I unleashed this morning. I had it in my monologue because can we just stop playing by the Marquis of Queensbury rules? I had Newt on the show, and I've said this numerous times. I'm not blowing smoke up your backside, but there's two really smart guys in politics on our side. It's you and Newt. And I had Newt on for an hour, 
And he said, you know, this idea from the MTGs, the Bobbits of this world to impeach Biden, you, it's not a good idea. You can't do that because there are procedures. There are traditions. You have to have hearings and you can't rush it. And I'm going, seriously, we, we can't rush it. We, we, we have the audio. We have the multiple encrypted WhatsApp text messages about the chairman and you better send the money now because daddy's sitting next to me. It's like, get on with it. That's why we elected you. And if Chairman Comer does another press conference, if Grassley does another thing about the audio tapes that might not exist, might not exist according to Grassley, but it's really important that I do a nine-minute speech from the floor of the Senate. It's pikers. It's amateur hour. Are they serious about the republic or not, Steve? That's my question. No, and, and Mike Davis is going to come on because he's beaten him up enough, and he says, hey, they may get in the yeah. Look, the last 48 hours has been this activity, I think, because McCarthy made his slip, and, and Trump has had enough of it. So now they're trying to show some, some activity. Look, yeah. they haven't – you know, Ziegler's got this thing out. they got the whole laptop from hell online. The phone number's up there. They should call Solomon. Solomon called <laughs> called the number what four years ago, and Biden picked up. He goes, hey, Biden, order, you know, put your order in here, right? He's not going to miss a sale. He picks up I, the phone on a number I'm sure he didn't know, right? So what, yeah, what more here, do they need? The, here's Biden, the wiring they haven't information. Subpoenaed, <laughs> right, right. They no, haven't I, subpoenaed I actually, the phone. I, you haven't subpoenaed the this, phone. Uh, they haven't subpoenaed anybody. I, you know, can, can we be clear? Hey, Kevin, Kevin, you run the Congress, okay, the House, uh, you actually control the Capitol Police and the Sergeant at Arms. Why don't you just, here's a crazy idea. If you're having committees investigating a crime cartel, uh, last name Biden, why don't you subpoena the guy who's the conduit? Forget about the business partners or that, you know, strange champ Bobolinsky. Subpoena Hunter. And if he refuses, Arrest him, put him in handcuffs, and have the sergeant at arms march him into the well and have him testify under oath. Why would you not do that if you're serious about law and order in America? I agree with you 100%. I think, I think we've reached that right? point that we just got to start rolling on this. Let me, with all the information you've seen now from the whistleblowers coming forward, et cetera, I want to go to yeah. both. Uh, because Comer last night said on Hannity, they got the and Hannity brought it up. They got the Burisma guys, I think, sending <laughs> sending cash to the Chinese so they can hide it better than coming out of the right. Ukraine back in that day. Right. Do these uh, these phony LLCs? Have you seen enough? What impact? And can we get to the bottom of why we're in Ukraine? The real reason Biden's got us in there, and what your thoughts are about the Cuban Missile Crisis moment we're having right now with the CCP military base in, uh, ninety miles from Miami. You know, we, we, we probably can get to the bottom of it, but only if these people get serious. We, we can't have another press conference where, you know, eight Republican members of, of the investigatory committee stand in front of the poster boards that are supposed to explain, you know, the bank transfers. Don't stand in front of the poster boards, okay? It's like that moment in 1962. Why, why was that meeting of the UN Security Council so bloody epic? Why? Because JFK's ambassador said, uh, there are tactical nukes on Cuba. <clears throat> Pull up 
the poster board. And what did we have? Right behind him on a four by four foot photographic board, we had the U-2 spy plane photographs of the tactical nukes being unpacked 90 miles off the shore of Florida. That's how you do communications, James. That's how you do communications, Kevin. Get serious. When I talk to a member of that committee, not going to burn him on on, on air right now, and and (laughs) he says, he says they don't have any strategic comms people advising them. You're, you're supposed to be investigating the most, you say, the most corrupt family in American politics, but you don't have a comms professional. I mean, why are you even doing it? And, and before we run out of time, let's just mention one more story. <laughs> this is the biggest story of all. Forget SCOTUS decisions. Jack Smith doesn't have the Iranian war plan that President Trump was supposed to have leaked. Of all the 37 indictments for classified national defense information on that rack of garbage, he doesn't have listed the Millie's Millie's Iranian war plan. So how the hell are you going to indict him using that audio tape if the document doesn't exist? Now, that's a story. That's, as you taught me the phrase, Steve, that's the buried lead. Uh, um, Seb, clearly the, the whole raid 8 August uh, in, uh, what, in 22 in Mar-a-Lago was a misdirection play for all this stuff. And this yeah. is what they want the nightly news to lead with instead instead of this. It's quite obvious that right, the same as the audio of the country remember seems the same as the audio leak. That it's quite evident that the corruption goes so far down. And by the way, we're all over McCarthy because of the Sequoia Capitol. Because it's not just the Biden crime family is bad enough, but it's through you know, you have Kurt Campbell, a guy you know well. Kurt Campbell's in the opening paragraph of or the first couple of paragraphs of the Wall Street Journal front page story as the head of the Asia desk for the National Security Council and a senior guy going and having a meeting and tells the Korean capital guys, hey, you're too obvious. You're too obvious about funding the Chinese military with advanced technology on American pension funds. You guys either got to break up or you got to tone it down in the National Security Council. Is that normal behavior, Seb Gorka, to have senior members, a guy like Kurt Campbell, one of the top uh, guys to go warn somebody that your, your, your funding of the Chinese Communist Party, PLA, People's Liberation Army, with advanced AI technology is getting to be a problem because of the optics, sir. For, forget about, you know, pencil neck flunkies in the NSC. We have a guy who's t- still still chairman of the Joint Chiefs, the most senior military official in America, in the most powerful nation in the world, who has said on the record, has not denied it in multiple books where he gave tens of hours worth of access to left-wing biographers, that he was warning his equivalent in the CCP, in the PLA, I will warn you if President Trump declares war or takes military action against the communist Chinese military. He said, he said, I had to stop the president in multiple interviews, had to stop the president. Are we talking about America's Prigozhin? Is, is Mark Milley the coup author par excellence who's in uniform saying, I, an unelected general, will stop the president? 
Steve, these are the real stories. You're absolutely right. Everything else is, you know, big, is Jim Crack, big, is Maskirovka, big, is distraction. Big. The military <laughs> chief of staff wants to take down the president? Yeah. We got to get into all that next time you're on. Seb, uh, where do people go to get all your voluminous uh, content? You got to get to it every day because Seb is on fire. Yeah, brand new, brand new piece dropping tonight on what really happened in Moscow at my Substack, SebastianGorka.substack.com. Uh, everything else, you just plug my name, Seb Gorka, S-E-B, Seb Gorka, or Sebastian Gorka. It'll take me, take you to your, to my true social, Facebook, Instagram, you name it. Uh, SebGorka.com is the website, and of course, uh, every day it's America First on Salem. But let's continue next time, Steve. My my editor at Breitbart and my deputy at the White House, Dr. Seb Gorka. Honored to have you on here, brother. Short break. Congressman Burchett next. Okay, imagine you're at your doctor's office. Your doctor glances up from the chart and says, and I quote, hey, Whatever you're doing, keep it up, end quote. Now, that's the Field of Greens better health promise. Check out this customer testimonial. He said, and I want to quote here, I've been taking Field of Greens, and this is the second time my doctor has danced into the room praising my blood results. Credit where credit's due. Thanks, Field of Greens, end quote. Now, each fruit and vegetable in Field of Greens was medically selected for a specific health benefit. Some support vital organs like heart, lungs, and kidneys. Others support metabolism for healthy energy and weight loss. If you're busy, if you don't get enough exercise, if you eat too much fast food, take Field of Greens. Look, Field of Greens can't promise your doctor will dance into your room, but they can promise at your next checkup, your doctor will notice you improve health or you get your money back. Let me repeat that. You get your money back. I trust Field of Greens for my health, and you can too. Let me get you started with 15% off. Visit fieldofgreens.com and use promo code Bannon. That's fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon. Take action today. Use your agency, fieldofgreens.com, promo code Bannon, and get the better health promise. Host Stephen K. Bannon. We'll say there are people that have come forward to share information with our committee over the last couple of years. I would imagine some of them are potentially some of the same people that perhaps he's referring to. I want to be very protective of these people. A lot of these people came to us even before these protections were in the law for whistleblowers to come forward. Sorry, people who have had firsthand knowledge who claim to have firsthand knowledge of seeing this type of thing or, or have firsthand knowledge or firsthand claims of certain things uh some are public figures you know and and you've heard from them in the past others um you know have, have not shared publicly and so we're trying to gather as much of that information as we can but I, and the reason why i'm being cautious i'm not trying to be evasive but i am trying to be protective of these people some of these people still work in the government and frankly a lot of them are very fearful fearful of their jobs fearful of their clearances fearful of their career and, and, and some, frankly, are, are fearful of harm coming to them. So that category of people who have firsthand knowledge, who say they have actually seen these kinds of things, do you find many of them credible? Well, I don't find them either 
not credible or credible because we have no basis. About, we understand some of these claims are things that are beyond sort of the realm of what any of us has ever dealt with. What I think we owe them is just a mature, you know, understand listening and, and trying to put these all these pieces together and just sort of intake the information without any prejudgment or jumping to any conclusions in one direction or another. I will say I find most of these people at some point or maybe even currently have held very high clearances and high positions within our government. So you start at you do ask yourself, like, what incentive would so many people with that kind of um, qualification? These are serious people have to come forward and make something up. Okay, uh, Senator Rubio is, you know, a very serious guy. He's got a new book out, uh, Decades of Decadence, which I've gone through. Um, he's a converted populist nationalist America first now, not no longer a neoliberal neocon. It's actually an amazing book. It, it, look, it goes against all his beliefs, but he's a serious guy, and he's anti-CCP, all that. So, Congressman Burchett, you're a serious guy, too, and you've brought this up many times. I think the question people have it's almost so unbelievable what's being talked about, and that's what we want you to explain. We got to go to Tennessee to get, you know, just something basic, simple, and truthful. Particularly with everything going on, people say, "Is this just a misdirection play from the intelligence agencies and from the military that want more money, etc.?" So, can you explain to our audience what's actually are there actual senior people, credible people inside our government that said that we basically have uh, UFOs or extraterrestrial? aerial devices that we have, sir? And we're trying to, yes. we're trying to, we're trying to reverse engineer them? Yes, sir. But, uh, you know, the military and the industrial war complex or whatever you want to call it, they're always looking for a dollar. So if they smell a dollar, they're going to go after it. Our Pentagon loses over a billion dollars a year in their audit. Nobody has the guts to call them out. So, um, you know, that doesn't surprise me. They're smelling dollars. And our research institutes, they smell dollars. But the the reality is, is that, this is just arrogance of our of our intelligentsia or whatever you want to call it, of our leadership that will not release this information. And and, and Senator Rubio is correct. These people face a great deal of, of um, you know, of, of scrutiny when they do this, even though, you know, they'll tell you we've got, you know, we have um, uh, whistleblower protection. Well, that's your military intelligence talking. And that's like congressional ethics that just doesn't exist. I've talked to many pilots that have stated, I've talked to one in particular who actually said, you know, he destroyed information uh, because he knew when he got back that uh, when he landed, that he would be interrogated for, you know, eight hours and um, and he would have this blemish on his record. So he didn't, even though he was, he had visually seen something and something had been recorded on his recorder, he had destroyed it and it made some people very uncomfortable in the room, but that's the reality you live with today. They don't want it out, and it doesn't take any more money, Mr. Bannon. They just need to release the records. They just need to release the files and then let the American public okay. decide. Hang, 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 hang on, because you've been on this intensely. People, you know, you have a ton of credibility. I just want to make sure we're talking about two things now, because there's one in the records. Look, when I first saw them taking, uh, gun, you know, the uh, the gun site, information of Navy pilots, because my kid brother's a Navy pilot, and the Pentagon was putting it out. I said, man, they're trying to normalize something, because there's nothing more straight than a Navy pilot, and particularly what's in that gun camera. I said, oh, my God. I said, the Pentagon's actually trying to normalize this. There's something big going on, because they just wouldn't put that out. But there's one thing to have the photos in the, in, in the gun sites. There's another thing to have pilots like you 
talk and, and, and these guys are come forward and said, hey, I saw this. I saw this. It looks like a TikTok uh, or a TikTok box or whatever. Isn't it another thing to say we've actually got some of these and we're trying to reverse engineer or they're, you know, we're actually the government actually has real uh, equipment, uh, planes, jets, whatever, a spacecraft. And we actually have it in there kept somewhere and we're trying to reverse engineer it. Isn't that the fork in the road that now we're talking about something quite different than actually just seeing uh, UFOs or seeing whatever the new term term of art is, sir? Yeah, to put this completely to rest, somebody is going to have to walk out of one of those facilities with undeniable proof, and it can't be some AI-generated video that's bogus, as we all know, but some unidentified material or proof and bring it to the to the public domain. That's really the only way this is ever going to be resolved. I, I hear Congress people, friends of mine say, oh, Burchett, let's get a Codell to Area 51 and get to the bottom of it. I'm like, you know, you'd roll in there about 10 deep and there'd just be empty warehouses, which there are now. Um, everything that was at, at Area 51 that in the 40s and 50s was taken to Wright-Patterson and wherever it is now, who knows? It's in some corporate warehouse somewhere. So I, I just, I believe that we've recovered craft. I believe that someone is reverse engineering. I believe it's a cover-up. I I've talked to too many knowledgeable people. There's just too much of it. And to be disinformation is, um, as I think at some point there is, but I think you've got a, you've got a government that is okay, really. But hang on, but hang, but hang on. But this no. is, this is a deeply serious, you believe, and remember the audience, you've got a tremendous amount of credibility with, with MAGA. You believe that this may actually be true and that people are keeping that from the, from the appropriate people with the right security clearances in the House of Representatives, they're not putting forward that information. You actually think this may have happened and they're credible people inside that know it, but there's a cover up and they won't let them come forward. Is that your point? Well, sure there are. That's why when I'm with my security clearances and I see things that are, that I get something that's just a redacted file, it looks like a piece of Swiss cheese. That's the only conclusion that you have, that they're hiding something from me, a congressman, who votes on their funding, but doesn't have the guts to call them out on it. And that's what they do. And I feel like Congress members are, are compromised. You know, I have them come and put a, you know, they'll come to me and say, Hey, Burchett, I'm for you on this thing, but man, I can't say nothing about it. Or I get someone who has very high credentials in the party or whatever says, Burchett, don't you think we got something more important to, to discuss than this? And I was like, look, we've had over, we've had 13 documented, near misses with our military aircraft, the best in the world. And they're trying to say that there's nothing to see. So yeah, if there's a craft, there had to be somebody who fly, flew it. And if they flew it, there has to be a body somewhere, whether that's in a warehouse at Wright Patterson, I doubt it. I would say it's, it's so compartmentalized that the people who can connect the dots in the forties and fifties are long gone, Mr. Bannon. And so I think it's going to take complete, um, so, like I said, a complete capitulation of one of these departments to finally come forth with something. And, you know, you'll ask a president and they'll, they show Obama, they roll him out and he laughs about it. And they ask Clinton and he rolls, you know, wherever he is, he roll, he, he laughs about it. And it's the same old thing. So I, I really do. I believe it's a cover up. I believe um, I, I just believe it because I've talked to too many people. I've had too many people come to me in confidence and others that I've talked to that risk their careers over this and they have absolutely nothing to gain from it. All they have to gain from it is, is abuse. 
this gets to the crisis of our institutions where people, you know, average citizens, the people that support the government and pay taxes and send their kids to, to the military to fight on foreign battlefields, start to lose faith. I mean, it's part, it's the other side of the coin of this investigation where Comer's got to sit there and they've had these uh, files, these suspicious activity reports for almost, you know, eight, nine, ten years. And now you guys is like pulling teeth to get anything. Uh, and what are, what are folks in your district supposed to think about the institutions in this government if the, these these basic things about our security, basic things about a potential foreign invasion, all this is is not brought forward to their representatives? They think that in Tennessee, at least, they think what now the rest of the country is starting to think that we are corrupted to the highest level. Um, you know, you have I mean, let's go back to it, Mr. Bannon. If you go back, you know, and that's I've stated, you know, the Biden crime family, um, when when they were doing money laundering school, they were all asleep because even I could pick out 20 or 21 different bank accounts and LLCs where they funneled money into it. And you have a Justice Department that either refuses to do to look into it or claims they're in the middle of investigation and can't release anything to protect the Bidens. And nobody believes this. Nobody believes it anymore. It's almost just like it's just part of, you know, so like in the Soviet Union, I've talked to people from Russia who just like corruption. It's just part of the way of life. You know, people disappear. It happens. And we're almost we're, we're getting to that point where we we've just, you know, the it's the old adage about the frog in the in the Bunsen burner. You know, they just turn up the water, the heat on the water and people just, you know, it's just part of their lives. They just accept it and go on. And, I, you know, how many times do I get a uh, and I'm sure you've seen the comments they say, well, nobody's going to do anything about it. Nobody did anything about Hillary. Nobody did anything about about Biden. Nobody's going to do anything about Hunter Biden. And so, you know, I, I think we, the American public, and rightfully so, is, is very disgusted. We're corrupted. Our, our Justice Department's corrupted. You know, why in the heck do we even have a Department of Education? Send that money to the states, those billions. There's not one single bureaucrat in Washington, D.C., it's got a, taught a kid in Tennessee your your constituents are a good test because this is you know patriots hardworking folks that stick to their business but want the country run in an appropriate way what are they telling you about these impeachment you know we had uh, Seb on talk about uh, Newt and Newt wasn't for it about moving down on inquiries into impeachment for Garland and for Biden and they say go with it I think um, and the more and more people say it and they're uh, you know, I understand the committee system and that we need to um, we've got a committee system. But this stuff on Biden is just too much. You know, if we get it caught up in a committee system, it'll be like in, in Trump's impeachment. It took months and months and just a big waste of money. And we knew what the outcome was going to be. They had bogus information from bogus people and we knew it and nobody would believe it. Well, we've got federal employees in their own in their own files saying this is this money went to this went from China, went from Burisma, went to the Biden family. I mean, it's pretty evident. I say we just, I think you can just about call a press conference and you just bring it to the floor. But, you know, it's it's what it is. It's that we've got a committee is that, system. Is this what you're, we, we want ahead. you to stick through the break if you wouldn't mind, but is this, is this your recommendation? Is this what you're telling leadership? Is what the constituents in, in your district in uh, Tennessee are telling you? Yeah, I, I'm telling them I'm a product of the of the committee system and I get that. But I'm also telling them we're getting bogged down with this. We've got so many investigations going on. And um, and I'm worried that what we'll end up doing is is you have three or four different committees studying the same thing or studying 
and we're and nobody's staying in their lane and it's just it's too easy to grab a mic and get tv time and then we're all just going off in in a hundred different directions and we're not staying focused i think i think priority should be with the president on the president and this corruption that he's done because i believe it shows we are completely compromised by the communist chinese who we will be at war with uh, sooner if not later and that we need to be ready for that Cong and i think that, that should be the starting point i'm Congressman Burchard, just hang on. We're going to go to a short commercial break. I'm going to make an announcement on the other side that I'm, I don't know if I'm going to be in war room. I think I may become Congressman Burchard's agent. It'll all become clear when we come back from the break in the war room. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a small retail business almost $80,000. COVIDtaxrelief.org got a manufacturing business nearly two hundred and fifty grand, And COVIDtaxrelief.org just got a large distribution business almost $900,000. If you run a business, church, or nonprofit and paid your employees through all or part of the pandemic, you could qualify for up to $26,000 per employee through the government's CARES Act. But beware of clickbait or pay upfront companies who make you do the work and take a huge percentage of your refund. COVIDtaxrelief.org receives a low reasonable commission only after you receive your refund. And with 300 CPAs and tax experts, no one is better at getting you the maximum benefit than COVIDtaxrelief.org. Visit COVIDtaxrelief.org now because this plan expires soon. That's COVIDtaxrelief.org, COVIDtaxrelief.org. The refund examples are not a guarantee and not all businesses qualify. That's why you have to check today with COVIDtaxrelief.org. With the greatest number perhaps in the game, Tim Burchett at the plate, Tennessee second. He lines it to left field, and that's a base hit. That'll be two runs scored, two RBIs for Burchett. We mentioned a uniform number, number 435, 435. That, on the back of that jersey. That, of course, uh, the total population of the House of Representatives when they're at full membership. Ironically, John, though, they're not. They're at 434 right now. Uh, you had David Cicilline, the Democratic representative from Rhode Island, resigned on June 1st. Uh, we're going to have another resignation in the fall here. Chris Stewart, Republican of Utah, is going to step down as well. But they are at 434. But what Tim Burchett... The Republican from Tennessee wears is 435. We've got to get the equipment guy to change the number to 434, I guess. Yeah, exactly. And, and he's wearing, you know, we talk about the hats that he's wearing. You know, he was wearing a, he was wearing a Massey Ferguson cap. Burchett, first off, I'm going to become your agent. 435 is your batting average. No, Brother, well, where'd you no, get I, that? First off, a guy, hang on. It's like a guy's got a five handicap in, in golf. Are you spending too much time in the batting cage? Because that was a pretty good stroke. Two RBIs, single, clean single. Well, I don't, um, I don't play golf. I'm not sure what that means. I, I, uh, but I do. Um, I'm getting kicked out of a lot of golf courses when they had ponds on them. I used to go frog gig. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> can't do that anymore, Congressman. They frown oh. upon that kind of stuff. I think they call it poaching. But no, um, yeah, I was. Um, you know, I've played every year. I've been on the team. I just never get to play. And and the re- and the other coaches went up around the skipper Roger Williams and said, "Hey, well, we're ahead. Let Burchett hit. He can hit." So I got in there in the first one. I. It's funny. I I walked up on the on the. Out on the, out, we were at Nats Stadium. I walked out of the dugout and I'm like, where the hell are the bats? And they said, well, they're back in the dugout. And I go, oh, okay. And I go back and grab a bat. I was like, Lord, please help me through this. And I, because every day I always pray, I said, Lord, don't let me get hurt. If I can't, if I don't get hurt, don't let me embarrass myself. So, and I got this big melon head. So I can't never find a helmet that fits. But then I, I, the first one I grabbed, it actually fit and I couldn't believe it. So I was like, yeah, this is great. And I go up to the skipper and I say, what do you want, skipper? He just, just hit the ball. He just shook his head in disgust. So I walk out on the field and I told the ump, I said, ump. And I said, hey, Mr. Referee, I said, take it easy on me. And he said, why is that? And I said, because I'm terrible. And the, and the catcher laughed and said, Burchett, you're all right. And he's a Democrat. And then um, the first pitch, I, I actually visualized it. I, uh, I was going to hit the ball. I was going to swing at the very first one. And um, and Dad got it, it, it. He threw it in there. It looked like a beach ball coming in there, Mister Bannon. And I popped it out in the outfield. <laughs> and and it's funny. By the time I was halfway to first base, and those guy, other two guys had scored. So I was. Um, I'm not a speed demon, but uh, anyway, I'm 58. A lot of those guys are pretty in their impressive. 30s. So anyway, it was pretty cool. It was a a memory for the rest of my life, I guess. Pretty impressive. Uh, Congressman, how do people get to you, all the social media, where they get to you on, uh, because this issue about this, uh, these vehicles are qu- is quite disturbing. It shows you, I think a lot of people have mistrust of the government right now, so we got to get to the bottom of it. Yes, sir. At Tim Burchett is where you can fi- follow me on Twitter. That's my, uh, that's my cool account. That shows great. That's my mom and daddy's grave right there. Um, in that picture, but yeah, at Tim Burchett is the best one to get to. Um, that's where I do all my cool stuff. And, you know, I've got a, a Tennessee Talks podcast where my buddy Matt Gates says tens of 12 people watch it. Someday I'd like to get you on there, Mr. Bannon. I, <laughs> I'd get that Bannon we'll, bump we'll, that, you, I, that I hear so much about. My, my, we'll throw a ton of traffic over there. My, my producers will get on this right away. I'd love to come on there. Love to come on there. Can't get into Tennessee's. I love the Tennessee. love the volunteer state. Andrew okay. Jackson's my guy. I'm telling you. General Jackson yep. is the one of the greatest presidents this nation's ever had. That's why with President Trump, you know, President Trump thinks so highly of General Jackson. We hung that hung that portrait and I think the first thing he did was hang that portrait right there by his desk. So there's still love to come on Tennessee talks. There there's still scars in the White House where that when all of those Tennesseans came up there for his inauguration, people were dancing on tables and <laughs> and uh I mean, you know, I think they brought they brought some some moonshine, some shine with them, and got ripped up there, and about burnt burnt the burnt the White House down. But that's yeah. that's all right. I'm I, I'm so shocked, uh, Congressman. Thank you very much for taking time away today to walk us through this. Appreciate it. You heard Burchett. I mean, the folks down there want some action. They're tired. They're tired of. They're tired of this. Uh, you know, too many press conferences, too much. All this. Mike Davis is going to join us next hour to talk about all this. Let me go to. Uh, Brother Carmichael, Crom, you're also from Tennessee. Talk to us about uh, Salty, Damn. sir. My favorite. Yeah, Steve. Let right me here. say this: you cover such. You cover. We've got our got our bottles here, uh, but we you cover so many great topics, and it's it's a delight to have Tim Burchett. You know, he's from down here in Tennessee. If you're going to be his agent, it'll be as a comedian because he is a 
he is a funny. He's a funny guy. He is a. He's he is. a funny guy. But uh, anyway, uh, Steve, I want to talk a little bit about Soul Tea, and you guys have been so great to let us sponsor uh, your program with Soul Tea, and we've had thousands and thousands of the posse sign up. And Soul Tea is a heart healthy, all natural supplement with a super enriched extract that comes from green tea. And it will help you manage your cholesterol. It'll help you strengthen your entire cardiovascular system. And I'm, I am our very best customer because I've been taking our products for 19 years. I'm 74 years old. When I first started taking our product, my bad cholesterol was 130 uh, over, uh, excuse me, was 130. And it dropped in, in 120 days to 89. And my blood pressure is 115 over 80 and I take no prescription drugs. And so I am a huge proponent of our product. And um, and so I want to tell tell the posse how to get it. And that is you go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. And then enter the code warroom at checkout. And what you'll get is your first shipment, you'll get a 50% discount. That's a $29.95 discount. And then you'll get on an ongoing basis, You'll get three bottles for the price of two every 90 days, and it's this this bottle has a has a 30-day supply, two small capsules, and it will absolutely help you manage your cholesterol and strengthen your cardiovascular health. That's WarRoomHealth.com, WarRoomHealth.com, and use the code WarRoom to save money on your first shipment and to get really nice a nice discount of three bottles for the price of two on your ongoing shipment. And we always pay the freight. Thank you, Crom. Appreciate you coming on here. Love the volunteer state. Love you folks down thank there. You, so, thank you. Thank you for being part of this. Also, I want to make sure we got Mike Davis coming up. Home title lock. Everybody go check this out. We're trying to take things off your plate. Check this box. Don't let the bad guys take out a second mortgage on your home. 90% of your net worth is tied up in that home. That home's your baby. Don't let these criminals deal with it. Touch it. Take it. Go to HomeTitleLock.com right now. Short commercial break. We're back with the Mike Davis next. Folks, let me tell you about Salty. It's a company that makes a soft gel supplement rich in antioxidants to help people like you and me keep a healthy heart. While COVID gets all the headlines, it's important to realize that heart disease kills nearly 700,000 Americans every year. Yes, heart disease is the number one killer every year, year in and year out. Heart disease builds over time. Hypertension, high blood pressure, bad cholesterol, diabetes, all of it affects our heart. A healthy heart is key to being energetic as we get older. It is never too early to take care of your heart. You see, heart disease sneaks up on us. You can start in your 30s, and when this happens, you're at serious risk by the time you turn 60. If you want to take care of your heart and those you care about, please go to warroomhealth.com. That's warroomhealth.com. Dot com, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Use the code warroom at checkout to save 67% of your first shipment. That's code warroom at checkout to save 67%. And do it again. Warroomhealth, all one word, warroomhealth.com. Go there today. You need, if you're going to be part of the posse, you need a strong heart. You need a lion's heart. How we're going to do that is with Salty. Go there, do it today. Check it out. For warroom. Veterans, you know, we have been all over this supply chain issue with China and medications and the uh, active pharmaceutical ingredients. China has a stranglehold on us where there's a way to break that. 
Jace Medical. I got an emergency medication kit from them. The FDA just declared a global shortage of medication and warned that critical antibiotics are in stream short supply across the United States. But you know that because you're a viewer or listener of the show. Now, here's the action you can take to correct. Do yourself and your family a favor and get your Jace case right now. It's a pack of five prescription antibiotics you'll have on hand for common emergencies. Just visit jacemedical.com. That's Jace, J-A-S-E, jacemedical.com. Take a few minutes and fill out the form. Your information will be reviewed by a board-certified physician, and your medication will be dispensed by a licensed pharmacy at a fraction of the regular cost. You'll be glad you have the Jace case. Go to Jace Medical. That's one word, J-A-S-E, medical.com, and enter code Bannon at checkout for a discount on your order. That's promo code Bannon at Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com. You know what the problem is because you've watched the show. You can break, you can take action and break that problem by going to Jace Medical and get your Jace case today. Action, action, action.